Welcome everyone to PRT, the Pretty Righteous Town. Paranormal. That's what it's called. That's my show. This is my co-host, Mushu, and I am Josh Turner, also known as Wolf. Hey, everybody. I mean, yeah, I mean, you introduced me. I appreciate that. Thank you very much for letting everyone know who I am. If you don't know now, I appreciate you joining us. Yeah, we we his real name is Tony, but he's on this whole let's call him Mushu thing. You know what? My name is t- uh, not even Tony anymore. I abandoned that name. Just call me Mushu. That was now. your slave name. <laughs> yeah, and so and so now. Well, last week it was Ghetto Boy, and the week before it was Snake and Viper, and Dude, now it's you like, keep saying this. I don't remember this at all. All right, <laughs> maybe Viper. <laughs> okay but snake right. who wants to be called snake who wants to be called a snake That's well very... i don't i don't know the, the, well we work for somebody oh well no because, but, he, because, he, because but he was also in the Guinness Book of world records for rattlesnakes hacking champion or whatever yeah he he handles snakes that's he different handles snakes yeah that's different but folks we have a show tonight well first we're going to get to the email addresses doswolfman88 at gmail.com doswolfman88 at gmail.com and the other email address uh i mean uh the other you mean the website the website yeah, yes prt podcast at uh, dot com prt podcast.com come check it out uh, we have a lot of cool stuff on there we have our merch store our, our a link to our paypal we also have an art gallery we have our shows up there to you know we appreciate it if you want to check out the the website there's a lot of cool stuff on there I also wanted to mention that we have a lot of our links to our PayPal or, you know, to any of the other shows or to um, the merch store or the website on in the description of the YouTube, you know, uh, episode. So, you know, check it down in there in the description if you want to, you know, go on there and, and find easy access to it if yeah. you're on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, we have the links to everything that, that you could uh, that you could ever need to do with the show in the description of every single of every single video on YouTube. So if, if you ever... Uh, if you ever forget the name of the website or, 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 or you need a link for the for the merchandise store or to do anything, all you have to do is, is go to any one of our uh, any one of our videos on YouTube and check check the description and you'll find links for anything and everything for all things paranormal roundtable down there. Wait a minute, Anthony, you mean every episode? Well, the most recent ones. Whatever, oh, okay. fine. Fine. All right. That's disappointing. I was say, you I went all the were, way back in time and went to the. I thought you were uh, on top of it, but you let us all down here. So it's the right. time machine that we bought on eBay for forty nine dollars <laughs> did not work. Well, the <laughs> early episodes aren't aren't going to have like all the links to all to, to like to the website and all that stuff because we're we're still building this and uh, and uh, we're still building it into something. It's just a it, it's a process. So um, yeah, like Tony said, uh, if if you want to donate to the show, you can find our PayPal link down there. You can su- you can support the show that way. Or if, if you want uh, some merchandise, we we do have a merchandise store, um, and and uh, that way you can you can get something out of it every time you you wear that PRT hoodie or, or T-shirt or drink out of that PRT mug or use that PRT phone case. You're you're supporting you're, us. Yeah. yeah, you're just uh you know uh, advertising the show. Exactly, and just showing that you know that you enjoy the show. I'm still waiting on my hoodie. I can't believe that. I'm. I finally ordered it. It just yeah, takes no, a little he while. He just didn't care. That's why. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I was waiting for Anthony. He well, didn't care. Well, about no. Me. I I sent a group text to everyone, including Tony, saying, "Hey, I'm I'm making an order for merchandise, and uh, if you want anything." Let me know now, and let me know exactly what you want, and and I'll get it. Otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on the back burner because I don't have time later. And well, then, hold on, okay, because you're just making it seem everyone, like I didn't answer. And everyone answered except Tony. I did answer, all right? But then I had to go to Walmart, 
And then I was in Walmart and okay, my phone was in my pocket. And then you asked me like, oh, what size? Like, you don't know my size. Folks, as well, you can yeah. see here, these two are the people that uh, will probably be putting me in a restroom when I get older, <clears throat> like when I'm 45 or whatever. And so, uh, Ooh, I, a little and late. then they'll hand me a potato and they'll draw stick figures on the wall, put me in the corner and make me think that I'm actually talking to somebody on the podcast. Well, Tony, I'll do that. I'll, I'll, I'll probably just be gone and completely out of the picture somewhere. Wow. That's nice to know. Yeah. Hey, I'll visit you every week and we'll do a show. You know, I'll, I'll pick up a corn I'll and be, we'll just, you know, start talking to our audience on the I'll wall. Pick up a corn of the cup. I'll be a hermit. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. anyways, guys, here's what what's the topic for tonight, Tony? What did we decide? Um, I think this tonight we're going to talk about flying humanoids, or just flying, you know, wing cre- human, yeah, wing humanoids, or flying, yeah, flying humanoids, or just you know, wing creatures in, in general, or I maybe think. they don't have wings, but they can still fly. Uh, levitating creatures, who knows? I wanted I wanted to touch base about something that happened with that last sh- uh, the story that that came on when Nelly was on. Somebody had mentioned that it was a flying dog and. They said that that's not true. No flying dog. She never said it was a flying dog. She oh, said the, that it was the, a the that was a, about the size of a large dog. Yeah, yeah. The griffin, and, yeah, and that it was a description of a griffin. And the person that 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 gave her that story um, isn't just some random person either. Okay, and I knew the story, not all of it in detail or whatever. But she was a little nervous when she came on and told it, and somebody had made fun of her or whatever, and, and accused her of making it up. That's not true. She, I just let her tell it, but she was a little bit nervous. Um, I could have told the story and, you know, it'd have been, but she was a little bit nervous, but it was her story and I wanted, it was given to her. So I let her tell it. And, you know, when it comes to the show or whatever, we try to be as democratic as possible as far, and I don't mean Democrats, I mean like democracy, you know, whatever. This is a democracy for the most part, but I try to like everybody get their say or whatever. I'm not this tyrannical leader that everybody thinks I am. Yeah, I am. But anyway, I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I don't think so. I think Anthony's more tyrannical. Well, mean. Anthony's mean. Yeah. Anthony, you're a very mean-spirited person. No, I just uh, demand quality. And it, do you how you said demand? If that's <laughs> too much, say like I request quality. He just demands it. Like, he just we demands don't get, it. Well, yeah, we because well, obviously because I care more about the listeners than y'all do. We wow. mention the listeners wow. all the time. Okay, uh, speaking of which. If y'all carried, I wouldn't have Arlene to demand Fried- quality. We're going to we're going to mention some right now. Arlene Friedberg, uh, Susie Ford, Susie Ford, David, uh, David Pratt. David Pratt. Yeah. Uh, there's many people who uh, Elena Garcia's and a lot of our groups too, and Dana Ortega. Uh, you, Fox, you guys Curtis are all, all awesome people. Yeah, we appreciate. Yeah, it. I mean, we appreciate the, everything. Some of these the names we said have been with us since like almost the very beginning before I was even on the show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they've always been supportive of, of Tony, us. Tony, you've been a part of the show. You just weren't. Yeah, on, I wasn't on the show. On the show that's what I'm saying. Like, and You stepped up to fill the void. Uh, yeah. So here, here's, the, here's the thing, guys. We do appreciate our listeners. And there's not a time that we don't appreciate our listeners. That being said, this, is, this comes from a listener. Now, one of the stories that I'm going to lead off with tonight, I'm going to get into it. It's, it's a flying humanoid story. But it kind of ties into the Las Vegas story that I was, you know, the, if anybody remembers the, the Las Vegas episode that we did a, a little bit back, uh, this person, Jenny Jenkins, sends me a story. And I'm going to read it. She says, hi, Wolf and Mushu. I really enjoy Paranormal Roundtable and have listened to most of your shows. I learned of your channel from listening to Dogman Encounters Radio. Your content and the way you present it just rocks. Keep up the good work. The Eastern European hitchhiker is from Romania, a female vampire that can transform into a bird of prey. Think of Dracula's wives in the movie Van Helsing. It's called a, let me see if I can pronounce this correctly, a strigoica 
Strigoica, Strigoica, makes me wonder if Hollywood is trying to tell us something. Well, here's the thing. Yes, they probably are. I I do believe that 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 this creature that this man was attacked by, I I do believe it was some sort of vampiric entity. Uh, some people say it was like a ghoul. Tony, you think it was trying to eat him? Yeah, I just I just thought it was weird how like it bit him, but it like the teeth that it had wouldn't suggest something. I don't know. When I think of vampire, I think of like the just like a couple fangs. The the fangs were pro- the canines were prominent on it though. Yeah, but then you said like it had a lot of other sharp teeth, little like sharp needle like teeth. Yeah. yeah, I I just um and that seemed like to me like chewing, but um I don't know. But I mean like the, the this it's just a really weird story. You know, it's really creepy about how. The thing just like morphed into like this leathery demoness, basically creature. Yeah, and uh, just attacked him in the way the way it did. But uh, I yeah. don't bird of prey though. I mean, I didn't get anything from that person that, and he didn't remember anything bird like it turning into or developing wings yeah. or trying to fly. It actually crawled from one side of the vehicle to the other. Some sort of vampiric type uh, entity that was trying to uh, prey upon him. Now, if if this is now this may tie together. I have a story that I got years ago. Um, I think it was like 1996, something like that. I had talked to somebody up in Utah. <clears throat> I've been to Utah a few times. Last time was just a couple of years ago. But I was in a place called Brian Head. If anybody knows where that's at. And I went up there with my sister and her husband years ago in the mid 90s. I believe it was 96, but who knows? And so we were up there and we went camping. Now, when I go camping, I don't go and sit in a tent. I've done it one time since 1990 or maybe twice, uh, once against my will. And the other time, because <laughs> I didn't want to go. But the other time, I was it was by choice because I was pestered into it. So pretty much against your will. Yeah. And yeah, I guess both of times. And I guess I really don't like being out in the woods or whatever because I know it's out there. So I was camping but it was really we were we were in cabins <clears throat> oh glamorous camping yes we were glamming glamping, glamping whatever glamping. so i was just kind of hanging out playing video games and sitting in a cabin and you know we went four-wheeling or whatever so it was fun but i remember specifically talking to the lady that ran that was like the clerk or whatever that rented the cabins out she wasn't much older than me and one of the things i thought was funny was it was middle of july and she was like Oh, it's been so hot this year up here. And it was like 70 degrees. And I was like, what? Oh, man. Coming from Las Vegas, you know, where I was at at that time, to, to Brian <laughs> And she's talking about our summers were like 120. You know, you're going like, really? And you're complaining about 70 degrees being warm, 72 degrees, whatever. Well, at the same time, when it gets down to like 50 you know, we're like, oh, it's freezing down there. Yeah. I'm, well, this winter's been pretty cold, oh, actually. Really, really 30s really and 20s. But Here's the thing, that's Texas cold, folks, just so you know. Yeah. But here's the thing, when I was up there in Brian Head, this uh, young lady, we started talking about ghost stories because I, I mentioned about these these cabins haunted because I talk to just about everybody uh, to get information about weird stuff, paranormal, which to me means cryptids. Paranormal to me means cryptids, ghosts, spirits, spirits yeah. yeah. Any kind of anything unusual or weird. You know, it, it just, it, it encompasses that, UFOs, whatever. That's all paranormal to me because it's not normal. It's not quite normal. And that's what the word means to me. Now, here's the thing. This person, we started talking about ghost stories, but then she says, you know what? You should talk to my husband because he worked with an, with an old timer that was out here when, you know, in the early days of this resort. And he can tell you some pretty crazy stories. So here's what happened. 
I talked to her husband. He gave me some pretty pretty kooky ghost stories, some stuff that was you know that had gone on, some weird things that were had had happened. Somebody was actually killed up there. That's according to him. And then I end up talking to this old timer that came to breakfast. He was there at breakfast, and I went out on the patio and I talked to him that morning. And he liked to smoke a cigar after he ate, and he would sit there and he he smoked a cigar, and I sat there with him. And uh, he opened up to me about some something that happened to him years ago. And until this thing, the story that I got from the Las Vegas, uh, and I was going to kind of put these two together, but I wasn't for sure. But the, the Las Vegas story made me think that I should uh, retell this story, you know, on this episode, because we're talking about flying creatures, flying humanoids. But this email that I got from Jenny actually kind of brings it together for me and ties the threads together a little bit better now that she said this. Here's what happened. <clears throat> the guy worked out in the woods and he they were clearing some trees in a certain area because they were going to build something there, I don't know, a store, something way back in the day. And his job was to do surveying. And this was this was before he started working at the resort as the maintenance guy, whatever. He retired from there years ago. And so he told me that one that one day in particular he was out, you know, doing whatever, uh, riding around in a jeep out in the trails or whatever, and they were marking trees and doing what they were doing, and they heard a shriek, like coming from the treetops, and it was almost dark. It was dusk, and they saw this what looked like black shadowy creature, almost like it leapt from one tree to the top to the next. And and then at, at at one point they were staring up at it and they didn't have any binoculars or whatever to get a good look at it. It was way up in the treetops that when they were driving their Jeep back out of there, they saw something fly over the head really quickly. They said that it, the body of it, the way it looked was almost like a woman, like it had a woman's body, like they saw breasts. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, it was like very feminine, very qualities. feminine. Yeah, and 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 I know we've talked about that on like a on one of the uh, Mexican folklore episodes, and we had touched on that. And I kind of thought that you know, but but this encounter that this guy had in Ve- and the Vegas thing just didn't seem uh, didn't he didn't talk about it flying or having wings or anything like that. It was also in the car, so it's like at that point it wouldn't really need it. Mm-hmm. I would think like maybe when it went outside and it like crawled to the other side, I thought it would have, if it had wings, it would have flown over. Well, here's what will bring it together for you. That's what they saw the, that one night, but the one evening, whatever. Now he never saw anything else. He himself did not see anything else, but he had a friend that worked with him. And, uh, he said that that guy had gone out to, to do the job or whatever. And that he came back just flying you know, just tearing down this road to get to this trail, get tearing down this trail to get out of there. And he almost wrecked when he got back to the main road and he almost hit a logging truck, a truck that was carrying wood or whatever logs. And he said that the guy was just terrified. What he claimed he saw with his partner, they were out there marking the trees, doing whatever they were doing. This guy in particular that I was talking to, the older man, I'll call him Hank, he told me that those two guys, it was his day off, so he was back at the lodge shooting pool where they were staying at, whatever, to build this. 
and these guys come flying around and and one of the guys that was on the one of the big trucks said he dang, dang near hit him because they came flying so he attested to that something had scared them really badly he said that they were up in deep in the woods and that something was shrieking uh making noise that sounded like a woman screaming in pain now he said it was not a cougar he knew it wasn't a cougar because he knew what a what a a mountain lion or a catamount as he called it sounded like and that wasn't it now this guy that his friend his name was Bobby told him when he got back and and after they'd settled down and they they calmed him down or whatever that what they saw was a to me I'll get to that in a minute it, they saw something sitting up in a tree and they heard a smacking noise like a snapping smacking noise and they they look up and they see this tree, like about two trees over from where they're at. And this creature was up in the tree. It was dark-skinned, like really dark brown, almost black. Uh, but then the the head of it, the face, looked almost like it was ashen gray. Like the body, it, it kind of slowly was like it moved up. As you moved up the body, it began to look uh, smoke gray or ashen gray, as he called it. And he said that that around the eyes there was like white and then there was just black. And it had the face of a woman, the body of a woman, but with a weird looking nose, it kind of came out into like a beak. And the bottom mouth was like, it was chewing on something. And he said that right before their eyes, it had these, these weird teeth that kind of like wrapped around its mouth. It kind of morphed into more like of a human like face. Like it was morphing. Now get this. It had red hair. Oh, wow. Red hair. Yeah, just like the... Uh... Yeah, and what it was chewing on was a fawn, a baby deer, and it was just like crunching it and chewing it up, and it just sat there staring at them, just kind of observing them. To me, what it sounded like, it was a harpy. Yeah, that's Be what I was thinking, Because too. the wings, he said, were black with feathers. Kind of reminds me of the story I told in the Mexican folklore with Chief, that creature that attacked the woman and yanked her yanked her tried to yank her out of the car yeah that that creature but then when and, and i didn't really put the two and two together with the las vegas encounter until i was sent this email and so i've always wondered that and when and where i was going to put put this this story in but i was going to wait until we just did a wing humanoid but it you know it works out that i can put it in there with this one so i guess my question is to you guys what are you what are your thoughts the coloring sounds kind of like it might be a uh, camouflage type thing. You know, if it's dark brown, like real dark brown heading into a gray area. It wasn't, yeah, dark. Yeah, it would be yeah, dark brown. Then, slowly morphing into a smoke black uh, grayish color up until the top where it was almost like an ashen gray. And then by the time you get up to the, where the eyes are, it's like white. Okay. What the heck was that? I mean. I was going to say like camouflage maybe. That, like, that, that's, that's very possible. It's some sort of camouflage. But then its face began to morph, uh -huh. like it was trying to become more human for them. So, so they heard, they saw it, like the snapping and cracking was because it was just eating mm -hmm. it and it was staring right at it. And them. they had heard shrieking earlier. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> mountain lions have a very distinct sound. It does sound like a woman screaming. Well, 100% it was this creature. Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> I mean, there's it's, no... It's a little bit less like um, shrill, I guess, is what I'm thinking of, like this, what this mm -hmm. creature sounds like. And, you know, if he... Being in the woods all the time like that, I'm sure he can tell a distinct difference between the two sounds. Yeah, and the sounds, it was just, that was just a part of it. It wasn't even like, 
I mean, when you get into like, it, it, they saw it up in the tree and it terrified them. And so they took off running and they said it didn't pursue them mm-hmm. straight away. When they got back into the, uh, into the Jeep and they began to drive out, they had to drive past that spot and it had relocated. And then eventually it was flying behind them. Here's the interesting thing too. Now here's another aspect to this. The, the, the passenger guy, he did have a pistol, had a firearm. He turned and he looked up at it and it began to swoop low. And as it began to swoop low, he pulled out his piece and pointed it at it and it veered off, going in between some trees and then going up above the tree line. So recognize what he what he was doing. He noticed something that the guy Hank told me that he noticed too. It had a tail. Like really? a weird tail, like if, if uh, a tail that kind of dangled down like a lion would have, like a ball on the end of it. No, so like a tuft of like hair. That's what he thought it was, or a tuft of feathers maybe. Yeah. Uh, very odd, very strange. Now, that was one thing that Hank had said he saw, that he remembers it's, it's seeing flying overhead when it was flying away, that it was just a weird, it looked like something was dangling down behind it. Not real long, but like, you know. I asked him, like, how long you think the tail was? He said, it's probably about a foot. But you could see it. I mean, it was dangling, you know. Um, so the other guy said that he thought it was maybe a little bit longer, maybe a foot and a half. But that's what Hank had told him. You know, he got every bit of the description. Now, this wasn't the last time somebody saw this thing. There were some workers that were they were building, they were working on a road, like like building a road out there to try to make it more accessible or whatever. Uh, this was years ago. And some workers were driving out at night, and in the in the middle of the road was something dragging uh, what looked like roadkill off of the road onto the side of the road, or you know, like a deer carcass or an elk. You know, it could have been an elk, but they said that it was a. It had the carcass had horns. They don't know whether it was a deer or an elk, and that it was pulling it off the road, and it looked like this creature, very similar. The eyes when when the, when they looked at the eyes. They shine black, like uh, but like it, it reflected the light right back to them. Uh, they said that that the, that the eyes when you when the light was hitting the eyes, like they, it looked like reflecting, like it was reflecting back to them. Almost so a like, night creature, almost like mirrors, is what this guy told told Hank. And he said that they had actually almost hit it, and then it flew. It like the wings unfurled from its back, and it darted away off of the roadkill and went up into the trees. And they got a pretty good description of it, except that the color was a little different. When the light hit the, the, the creature, it looked mostly grayish white. So I don't know if that's because of the lighting or if this was a completely separate, different creature. Maybe there's some sort of population of these weird things out there. Which is a bit frightening to think about. These yeah. Harpies well, just flying around. <laughs> the harpies? I mean, is that what this is? I mean, is that what we're dealing with? I don't, I don't, I have no idea. This does, I'm, this, it does sound quite a bit like a harpy. But I don't like we said. We always say we don't like to put names on things because we never experienced it ourselves. Yeah. But I mean, that's the closest thing I can think of in my mind. That's what I'm imagining myself. If it's you know similar to what uh, Jenny was talking about, Strigoi or Strigoiza, whatever, then you know that might be it too. It does seem like it's a doesn't seem like a vampire though, because because it's uh, eating or whatever. So it seems really weird that you know, especially it's chewing. On you know the the elk carcasses or the deer carcass whatever it was, and it's obviously that's like its main prey, 
but the fact that they're not finding any dead animals with the blood drained out of them makes me think like it might not be a vampire though. Yeah, something else. I mean, yeah. maybe a lechuza or something. Some sort of yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like. He did tell me that there were reports that would come out of there periodically from people who would go hiking, camping, four wheeling, that they would hear strange sounds, screeching, and that it was still going on. At least up into the mid '90s, it was still going on, and that people would occasionally uh, see these things. Folks, if you're somebody who's seen one of these things, send me the story. And uh, we'll talk about it. Moving I mean, on, though. Definitely an interesting topic. I mean, I've... Moving on, though. Okay. You just messed up. <laughs> Shut up. Just, just kidding. No. Did you have something else to say? No, I was just, just going to mention, like, it, it seems like a very interesting topic, and I'd love to, to hear more about it. I mean, if anyone else definitely has an encounter, like, please let us know about it. We, it's... Because this, 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 this is... Like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah. I mean, you know, if maybe we can get a couple more encounters, we can figure out maybe some details and what they might think about it, too. Yeah, because a lot of these stories I collected from the time from from the time I was like fifteen until now, it's been almost thirty years. It will be thirty years this year that I have really been into this and been collecting story after story after story. Because to me, everybody has a story. It's all on how you tell it that makes it interesting. I had a, a, the interest in this subjects enough to ask just about anybody, talk to just about anybody. No. Yeah. I mean, I've had massage therapists, you know, doctors, uh, lawyers, people that I've dealt with on a professional basis, you know, tell me, you know what, I have a weird story and they'll tell you, you know, and sometimes it's something small or whatever, but then sometimes you'll get something that you can use in a thread. That story there, like, um, you know, at the time I was just like, well, that's the interesting story, but that's all it was to me. It was just a story. You know, it wasn't like, I, and I still couldn't really find a place to, to fit it into until we decided, hey, you know what, we're just going to do one about winged humanoids. I don't know what these creatures are. But, and I'll tell you this, folks, that's not the only story I got that fits that particular description. There is another story. Um, now, I read this one somewhere like in Fate Magazine or something like that. One of these stories, I don't know exactly, but I read that there was a uh, a creature that and don't quote me because I don't know if, if that's what what it was, but I, it was a story about a creature that somebody saw in Vietnam. These soldiers saw it in Vietnam. But I ended up talking to a friend of mine's uncle, and he when I when I asked him about the rock apes in Vietnam, I asked him about the he he said he he didn't know anybody. This was one Vietnam soldier's, you know, my uncle didn't either. He didn't really know anything about it. But they had heard stories about from other GIs, but they didn't really know anything, you know, firsthand. There did come up in conversation, though, that he, some guys in his unit that were in, that were with another unit at one point, and then they their unit got decimated, and they ended up like being a part of his unit. That they claimed that while they were on a boat on, a, on like on a transport going down a river, that they saw. And I read this too, this, this story that might've been like a different, I'm sure it's probably different accounts because it was more prevalent than we, we could possibly know, but they saw this, what looked like a black bird, like female, because it had breasts and it looked like a female screeching and flying overhead. And they all saw it. There were like 10 of them that saw it. Did they mention anything about the face? Uh, they didn't say anything about the face. Okay. They said that it had human like hair. And that it it appeared like a black female, but it, but with wings, 
and it was flying, you know, it flew over there and it was dark skinned, you know, and it was at dusk so they could see it. The story that I read was very similar to that, which makes me think it, it was either the same account or maybe it was just a, it was just a very common thing on that river to see that. Just like a lot of GIs in certain areas of, of Vietnam during the war saw these rock apes, which to me are some sort of Bigfoot type creature that, that is from Vietnam. Uh, it'd be interesting to, to, to find out if your mom knows anything. I can talk to her. I was already going to talk to her about some Vietnamese stuff. Cause, yeah. Uh, Cause we're going to do a show about the East yeah. Asian. Yeah. And that, that's going to come up pretty soon. We're, we're, we're working on that. Yeah. We got to talk about that. We're yeah. talking about, you know, my neck of the woods. Got to do our research, man. Yeah. So this thing, these things or whatever, th- this isn't the only one that I had gotten. Another one I got was out of West Virginia. Sort of the same, but not quite the same. But it was a winged humanoid. Uh, the description of this one was they were driving down the highway on a desolate area. It was very dark. Guy pulled over to let his brother take a leak. <laughs> and he got out to urinate. And as soon as he got out, he jumped back in the, the minivan. And his friend was sitting there looking at his phone. And he was like, oh, you know crap what was that and the brother had jumped back in the vehicle and was like drive 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 go 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 and so they he just like okay and he just dropped his phone and took off and then right then he saw something the driver that gave me the story did not get a really good look at it he said that it swooped back by the driver's side window and it was about the size of a man he said if he had to estimate because i asked him he said probably about six feet um he sent me this thing saying that it was it was about six foot the head according to his brother, looked like a woman, like the head was like of a woman's, but the bo- the body was of like a bird. But he said that it had like a very humanoidal type head with a bird type body. And it, it, it had feather, it was feathery, like the wings were feathery, but it had arms. Yeah, I was just about to ask that because yeah, I was curious, yeah. like it, when, you, when you hear that, you think like, oh, so the, it had no arms. Yeah, but the feet were the very, like from what he saw, like from what he could remember, because he said his brother like tried to draw it, you know, to show him, but it wasn't very good. It wasn't good. At, good. He's not, He's not a good artist. Yeah. So he said it just looked really cartoony and goofy, and but it, but it, the feet, he said, were kind of sticking out like talons, almost like just, just looked like an eagle, like an eagle's talons, but it had humanoidal arms, and that's the best he could describe. He didn't get a really good close look at it. It was sitting up in a tree. It swooped down and it went toward him. It went over the top of the vehicle. The brother didn't even notice anything. He just saw him get in the vehicle and saw what he thought was a shadow. Then when it swooped back down and came around the the driver's side, the passenger side door again, the driver got a little better look at it. Did think that it was humanoidal, but with wings. So that's that. I mean, we've talked about winged humanoids before. Uh, gargoyles. We've done gargoyles, which what, what, I, what I, mean. I would call gargoyles, the Mothman creature in Las Vegas. We'll get to that one in a minute. That's another interesting, uh, you know, sideline there. Now this thing that swooped down these guys in West Virginia. I don't know what. I don't know what that would be. It didn't match completely the description of the, of the creature near in Utah, but. They didn't see it real quick. They saw they saw it very quickly. They didn't see it very. They didn't know, get a good look at it for confirmation. Yeah, for mm-hmm. confirmation, they didn't see it like for very long. So it's not like they could really sit there and study its anatomy and go, oh, "Okay, that's what that is. That's what that was." Was it also dark? Like- yeah, and it was dark. Okay, but you know, so- he said that that 
they he saw it though clearly in the moonlight. I'm like it was a full moon according to him, and and I asked that question too. A very desolate area, but it was a full moon, and he saw it in the moonlight, whatever it was. And yeah, I guess I should have mentioned that. But yeah, he got a good look at it as the 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 passenger did anyway. As far as like like the face looking yeah. like a woman, he was sure of that. Which made me think that it could be a very similar creature to this thing in Utah. Now, here's my here's my the 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 question about that is that it was swooping out to do what? Well, to attack him with talons. I'm assuming. Was it going to try and lift him up and carry him off? I'm sure it can. Well, well mean, they, that's the thing. You don't even know how big his brother was. I asked him. I said, "How big was your brother?" And he said, "He's six foot two, and he weighs about two sixty. So he wasn't a little guy. Yeah, but I mean, an eagle can carry. I mean, deer's. I mean, there's eagles big enough that can carry deer and kill them like that. So I mean, something this size, it doesn't. With you know, depending on how big this wingspan is, but with it being six foot, the wingspan has to be huge. Who knows how much power it can actually you know uh, lift up and carry? If I'm assuming if it's swooping down, then yeah, I, I'm guessing that it could probably it, it got a good look at him and it was like I can carry that, I can carry that and eat it. Yeah, if if you think of it as like a bird of prey with like a humanoidal part body, whatever, you know. <laughs> When I first read the encounter, I thought it was like a, and this is going to sound so silly. I thought of like a flying drumstick with like a woman. That is silly. How dare you? So then I had to go back and talk to him. And then he was like, no, I was like, he tried to describe it, but it was so hard for them to describe. And I was like, okay, so it's yeah, not a flying. Yeah, because he's going off his brother's, you know, yeah. description. It's not his personally. So I can understand why he he, had, he would have a difficult time. Because mm-hmm. uh, a bird's body with the, I don't know. It was just weird. And. So, anyways, let's, we're moving on from from those. The, the, those are the ones I had. I didn't. They didn't give me a description of hair, human hair, you know, whatever. I don't know. I, I think it was definitely going to try and kill him. I think it was going to do what most of these things will do if they get the opportunity, and that's kill you. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, I think it was probably just testing him out. If it if it had the opportunity, it definitely would. But it might have just been trying to scare him away. You know, yeah. just swoop down real quick, be like, hey, get out of here. Now, here's the other thing, folks, and this story Tony knows about already, but we got another story that came out of that Las Vegas episode that was of a flying humanoidal nature. Now, we got Zane in the studio with us. Zane just, Zane, Zane just showed up here. You just My well, nephews just, just, just show up and decide they're just going to be a part of the show. Like, Anthony's just- Not off work, that I'd bother you, you know. Uh, well, that's cool. Well, you're, you're here. So, uh, we're talking about flying humanoids. Here, here's the thing. What I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what that was. The thing in Las Vegas, the Las Vegas episode, the, the, the Mothman. I don't want to because I don't like putting labels on, like you said, Tony. Yeah, but it was mm-hmm. like Mothman. And then this this person sent me a story right after that about seeing something very similar to that right around about a month before the tragedy took place in Las Vegas, where there was the shooting. Somebody claimed to have been in a hotel and they did. And now it was weird because somebody had sent me an email asking me when the incident took place for the uh, Las Vegas encounter. With okay. The, so the, this happened like as soon as we dropped that episode, this guy emailed you about it. Yeah. Okay. All right, I but was, you know the story already. Yeah. You told me about it, but I didn't know that. Okay. He, he so here, here, right here's what, here's what, what happened though is like he, they he asked me if I knew if, if, if that incident had happened with the 
flying humanoid creature that, that was a mothman looking creature with the red eyes that the, that the little children saw when they were kids in the uh, window of the Las Vegas hotel room. When did that happen? Well, this person's now a grown person and this happened when they were little kids. So obviously they would preclude that having been the, the, the incident that took place in Las Vegas. Now, the reason that this person sent me the email and brought that up was because the silver bridge that happened in, uh, oddly enough, uh, I believe it was West Virginia, wasn't it? Uh, I I know the story. I don't know exactly where it's Point, at. Point Pleasant? I think it was around there. I mean, um, I know... It's, I think it is Point Pleasant. I, think it, I know it's Point Pleasant, but I think it was West Virginia. That's what I don't know. And then it was funny because, you know, not funny, but I mean, this person that had this winged humanoidal creature that came out at them in West Virginia, but this person that, that saw this thing in uh, Las Vegas, it makes me, it, it makes me wonder because like this happened like a week before, I mean a month, but the month before the shooting in Las Vegas. And that this thing was seen flying around, like swooping around. Yeah, Point Pleasant is in West Virginia. It's in West Virginia, yeah. Yeah, I I should know that by heart, but... Better look it up. (laughs) Yeah, and so, anyways, West Virginia, because I I, I wasn't 100% if it was West Virginia or Virginia, but West Virginia. But but this incident that happened in Las Vegas, this person saw this creature land across the street from from a a high-rise casino, land on the roof of this casino and it had red eyes he said it had red eyes and it was swooping around and he was surprised that nobody else noticed it well you know in las vegas people are busy gambling away their money and people are busy doing what people do in vegas having very fun, intoxicated being people intoxicated. Are also very sad about losing all their money so yeah, they might right. not even focus on stuff like but people that. aren't really looking up at the sky to see if something's swooping around you know whatever sounds like the jersey devil well, well, there, that's another one that we're going to do a show about that eventually too because got, I got more research to do. But this thing showed up and it landed on the top of a, of a building and the guy could see it, but not real clearly. He saw it better when it was swooping around and he yelled for his wife who was in the bathroom brushing her teeth. So she came out from, from, from doing what she was doing and he showed her. He's like, look, it's up. You can see it up there. He didn't have a pair of binoculars. So she stared at it for a few minutes and it didn't move and she thought, okay, whatever. But then it turned its body like it was staring at them and she saw two big round red reflective light, what looked like lights coming out of where, what should have been a head, but where the body just kind of goes into like the head. That was very classic Mothman-ish. melded into it. Yeah. And so it swooped down and it went like it was coming toward them. When the head adjusted, where they, it got close enough to where it was in between the two buildings, they said that the, the 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 light that came off of it was almost like lasers. Like it was so weird the way it looked, and that it swooped down real fast, and then it just kind of faded off into the shadows. And they don't know where it went. They just said it kind of went down, and they said that there were people walking around everywhere, and nobody was noticing it. So I, you know, well, I, how, how high up were they? You know, that's a good question. I didn't, because in the, you know, the story I got was just by, you know, messenger or whatever. Yeah. I didn't get, ascertain that, like how high up they were. But he said that it was, it, it was on the roof of a, of a high rise across the street from where he was at. Now, I do know the two buildings. I don't want to say the, I don't know if I should say the buildings. I don't know, you know, well, know the casinos being like, why are you saying this? You know. Um, safe and sorry. Yeah, and I don't even know if I should be like 
you know, given too much of the location at all. But the, the bottom line is that, that this is what was told to me. And it was just weird. It was odd that the person that had sent me a message saying, do you know when that other one happened? These aren't, this isn't the same person. This is a different person. And th then I had an email already, you know, from someone who claimed to have seen one of these things prior to that tragedy. The bridge, the Silver Bridge collapsing, uh, I believe it separated what, West Virginia from Ohio. When the Silver Bridge collapsed, all those people that died in December of, I uh, believe it was 67, I want to say, all those people died. There was this winged humanoid that was flying around for a, a few months before that. There was quite a couple sightings of it. Yeah, and I believe that the sightings got more intense right before this thing collapsed. Now, I know that there was a flap in Chicago that took place, and I know Lon Strickler, a good friend of the show, that he's been on the show. He's covered that extensively, that the, that whole uh, flap that happened in Chicago. I haven't gotten any stories out of Chicago. Nobody has sent me a story talking about a flying humanoid in Chicago. What I do got, though, is, if this is to be believed, and I'm, I'm not laughing at your encounter, I'm just saying that it's, this is a good one. I mean, this is crazy. In California, in the Redwood Forest, somebody was camping up there when they were 17 years old, and they are now in their 40s. They were, they were, they were hiking, a boy and his dad, and they saw what, to me, would look like a dogman or what we would call a dog man, like a wolf man. And so they were walking along a trail and they see this thing crouch down like a dog behind a tree, kind of like peeking around the corner from them. It had a very wolf-like head and it was looking at them from behind the tree. And then they, as they got closer, they stopped and they said, is that a dog? Did you just see a dog? His dad told him, did you just see a dog? And his son was like, I think so. It ducked back behind the tree, and he said, it looked like it was like looking at us. And then right when he was talking, it did it again. He said, my dad was in mid-sentence pointing it out and saying, you know, did you see this dog? It looked at him again, and it was right there. And he's like, it's right there. And then it crawled like 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 humanoid-type arms like we have, like moved kind of in a hopping motion out from behind the tree. And then it... The, the weirdest thing is that it stood up. It had hawk, hawk-like legs. Not not like a hawk, like a bird, but hawks, like a like a like a like a dog or a wolf. Yeah, and it and it climbed up the tree, got about halfway up this this really tall tree, and then jumped out of it. And wings came out of its back, off of its back, connected to the back of its arms, almost like the wings unfolded, kind of from the back and the arms. Did, and uh, then it just descended up, upward, up to another tree, and then from there flew up. Did they give a description of what the arms, like the wings, look like? Well, for, okay. Now the, here's what he told me: it was a good seventy yards. He said from where they were at, and his dad didn't have the the best eyesight, so his dad could not make out as well as what he could see. So then his dad and him kind of began to argue about what it was that they saw. But he said, if if you, if you want to get into arguments, he goes, I, I'm going to win out because I had perfect eyesight. And my dad didn't. But he's trying to say, <laughs> he like, was knocking on his dad, basically. Like, oh, yeah, this, his dad, his this dad, blind guy can't he's see like, this old man couldn't see it. what I saw. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know what that was. He said it was brown and gr uh, brown and black. That's what he said. Mostly black, but it had brownish streaks. 
And, you know, like the, the wings, I asked him, I said, did it have feathery wings? Were they membranous? And he said it was bat-like what protruded out from under now. Now that is weird because when we, when we do do the show about the Jersey devil and we talk about the pine barrens, I have, I have some theories about that folks. I'm going to get into those, not tonight, but eventually I think there's more than one thing going on up there too in the pine barrens. I really do. And I think that what this thing was, now you may say to yourself, they saw a flying dog, man. That's crazy. Nobody's ever seen that. Nope. Not true. There have been other people who've seen these things. Now, you go back to the gargoyle episodes where they had the bull, bulldog-like heads, you know, that, that, that I talked about. But this thing, they said the head, I asked him, I said, now, I've seen this, when I, when I told him, I said, this bulldog-type head, you know, whatever. He was like, no, it's not like that. He said it was very German Shepherdish or wolf-like. Long snout, basically. Mm-hmm. It's very specific. Very. Yeah, it's very specific, yeah. and it had pointy ears like a, like a German Shepherd or a wolf. And he said to me, it looked just like a wolf, like it just like a wolf sprouted bat wings and took off. Now, either way, he said it, they weren't like really terrified, you know, because I guess it was far enough away. But then when it began to fly closer to where they were at, kind of at an angle. Then they kind of got panicky, and then they were like, let's get out of here. And so they turned, and they ran. He was like, geez, Scoob. And then they both <laughs> ran with their elbows and, and knees moving. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, the, 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 So that that story right there, that's another weird one that I've been saving up for winged humanoids. I was going to talk about it during the Dogman stories because I got a couple of them. But that one was just so weird. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's- Dog man's not bad enough. Now you're going to have them like flying now around. Now they're flying around. <laughs> I've had nightmare. people tell me. Now, here, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you one more of those, and then I'll get into what I was going to say. There were, some, there were some people that were hunting up in Montana. Now, they're from Butte originally, but it wasn't near Butte where they were at. And they, they were hunting way up in northern Montana. And they said that they, they were familiar with what a dog man was. Not... They didn't call it a dog man, but they knew what it was. They said that this thing did not, it was not a dog man, but it resembled one. Because I asked them point blank if they were familiar with the guy is familiar with that. And he had a story to tell. But when he was a young man, when he was 11 years old, he went hunting with his uncle and his dad and his dad's best friend. And there were two other kids involved. There were, there were each one. It was like they all had their kids or whatever. One of the kids was a little girl. And that was the dad's best friend, whatever. And her, the little girl was about his age. And for whatever reason, they didn't get along. They fought a lot, whatever. And I guess... Probably, they probably liked each other. Well, the, 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 it, regardless whether they liked each other or not, okay, they were in a, a vehicle, an SUV together on this long trip out into the wherever they were going to go hunting. And the little girl tried to say that she saw something weird fly by the vehicle one evening. And the little boy was like, no, you didn't. And he goes, and she said, yes, I did. I saw something. It looked like a dog, a flying dog. So he started making fun of her. So then it led one thing led to another and she hit him in the, hit him in the mouth. Now, according to him, she was close to his age, but a little bit older. And at that point she was, you know, there was not a lot of difference between a little boy and a little girl at that point. A little girl could still beat up a little boy. Yeah, so she popped, so him, she popped him pretty good. And he said, he just kind of stayed away from her at that point. But then later on, and now here's the, here's the, the million dollar question: What he saw later on fit that description? So you obviously are going to think, okay, maybe the little girl saying that she saw that 
got it in his implanted, implanted his. in his mind and then physical violence took place and then he saw it later on. That was my first thought. I'm thinking, okay, because folks, I try to vet stories as best I can. And I'm thinking, this guy saw what the little girl had said she saw. But that's not what happened because the dad saw it too. Now, what they saw, uh, this was the first sighting of this thing. It happened more than once on this trip. Like as they were entering into that region, they saw this flying, whatever. And it, and here could have been more than one of them, you know. They were up in up in a uh, a region where it was kind of remote, whatever. They came upon as they were walking through the trail to go to this deer stand or whatever, uh, elk, whatever elk hunting. They came upon one of these creatures that was sprawled out underneath a tree. And as they got closer, they were like, what is that? Now, he said the best way he could describe it was a giant timber wolf that sat up, same thing, sprouted like these weird looking type wings and just, just began to run on its weird hind legs, like, a, like if a dog would run on its hind legs, and then took off into flight. It didn't climb a tree or anything? It just jumped? No. And he said that it was probably about five foot tall. Wasn't wasn't a real big creature. Oh, short. Yeah, it wasn't a real big creature, yeah. Yeah. So, what was that? I mean, the the description sounded like him and his dad both saw it. It looked like a wolf. Do they give any colors? Brownish gray. Same thing. Now, here's the thing. That wasn't the last sighting of it. Later on, when they got back to their little camp, the other, his uncle and his first cousin, who was a little bit younger than him, both claimed that they saw something fly over them as they were walking by the trail, and then it made this weird uh, howling-type shriek. But it was already dark. They didn't get a good look. So if that story is to be believed, I mean, what they saw, what? What did they see? A flying dogman? Was that a flying wolf? I mean, we hybrids now? Or, I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Well, and that brings me to the other thing that I was going to talk about, which was these things called the the, the, the devil monkeys. What these, the flying devil monkeys, the rebobs, but we're running out of time for today. We can mention Um, them real quick. I mean, we have a little bit. We're running out of time for today, sir. I just rewinded, so we have a little bit more time. You see that rewind real quick? Wow. That's amazing. That's like when you were a kid, you thought that the the ATM, your mom could just go get money out of the ATM whenever she wanted. Yeah. You thought that, didn't you? You're one of those kids. I still do. Yeah, Why can't she? she's like, she's like, <laughs> she I want this GI Joe toy or whatever video Why? video game. Yeah. Well, I don't have any money. Just go to that magic box over there where everybody pulls money out of and get some. Yeah, and I thought like it, you had to have like a special code code and, stuff, and you type it. it in and it gives you money. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure it out. They won't <laughs> give me my money. Yeah, it's annoying. Well, th- you have to make money. So th- here's the thing: you got to have GD for all that, Tony. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm just kidding. You're making up all this. Make money stuff. <laughs> Who does that anymore? It's twenty nineteen or it's twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. People give money now. Yeah. So here's the thing, guys. The the story I, I don't because that that whole the, the the devil monkey thing is a whole nother ball of wax. I can get into that. It's going to be another episode. What we're talking about, though, um, if anybody knows, the rebobs are from uh, Napa Valley in California. People see these things. Now I haven't been given any stories personally about these things, but I know what they are. And I've heard of them. And it sounds, it's a topic that we are interested in. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you do have an encounter, we'd love to hear it. Please send it to us so that we, you know, we can talk about it on the show. Because, you know, this is something that me and Wolf has talked about, about being pretty interesting. And I know Nelly 
being from California, has definitely heard about it before. Mm, she knew of them. She knew yeah. what they were. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyways, what 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 are we looking at on time here? Fifty five minutes. Yeah. So that that's uh, that's gonna be it for now. I can't really because then I'll I'll get into a whole nother episode, but. We'll continue this, folks, because obviously these flying humanoids, they're not going anywhere. They're getting more prevalent, too. I mean, they're not going anywhere besides up, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going anywhere but up, up, and away. So, yeah, the devil monkeys, we're going to have to revisit that. Um, That's a whole nother ball of wax, like I said. Do you have any thoughts, then? I know that, you know, came in halfway, so you mean anything you want to mention? I was just kind of... Trying to get a hold of the stories and everything, but I think I kind of came in late. But uh, I do have something on 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 the Jersey Devil. I do know about that. I've heard of the Devil Monkeys once, but I'm not even sure what region or whatever. I mean, like mm-hmm. I haven't read anything on them. But uh, no, not really. I mean, yeah. I mean, the the dog yet, anyway. Wolfman thing is weird to me. I mean, I've that never, is weird. That's uh, the first time I've ever heard that. That's the first time I've ever heard of it either. And that's it's, crazy. it's weird that you know multiple encounters. That's scary. Like that. That's the worst. I think that's the worst nightmare. You can roll a dog man, and he, and then of all things, give it bat wings. Give, give it, it wings bat, so wing, it can yeah. fly. Right? You know what's weird though? I used to have. Um, I, I think it was when I was watching uh, Underworld. Speaking of Underworld from earlier. Uh, like the vampire in that has like these giant bat wings, and then like I would see the werewolves, and I used to think like, oh man, what if you just combine those two? How which movie was that? It's um the un- I think it's either the second one where like the Marcus or whatever one of the main vampires. I is, don't know. I've only seen one. Is like an elder vampire, and he has like giant bat wings. But then like I was thinking like, what if you give like one of those werewolves those giant bat wings? How frightening would they be? Well, so, like, another thing too though. People's- Another thing, too, though, a giant werewolf would have to have, I mean, it wouldn't be as strong as a... Uh, wasn't there a hybrid in, like, Van Helsing? I think there was one in Van Helsing, wasn't there? A hybrid? I don't yeah. think so. I think they had, like, the flying, like, the the woman and the guy. I think Dracula can fly, too, but I think yeah. the woman, they yeah, but fly. Yeah, but think about it, though. If, 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 because most of the time, these, these like, birds and stuff, their their bones are hollow. Yeah. So they're not going to be as strong. I mean, a, a flying, it, to be able to fly and move, you have to be lighter weight. Yeah. Yeah, because you would. So you wouldn't be as strong. Yeah. yeah. It would the still bo- be a scary thing. Like if you had a pack of them, right. it'd be terrifying. And that's where the devil monkeys are so scary because people report that. I mean, they report like these things attacking them in a pack. I read a story about that and then I read, and then I got a story about that. And then kind of reminds me of the Hopkinsville. But we'll get into that. You well, know, on another I mean, episode. our bats. Hollow? Are their bones hollow? Because I, I know birds do it because feathers uh, aren't as That's a good strong. question. Somebody I think, can look that up. I think it's with birds, if they have feathers, then they have hollow uh, parts. But bats, I think, are like they have solid bones and since it's mostly skin and it's a lot stronger. Yeah. Uh, can you look at that real quick, Zion? I'm actually I, looking at the devil monkey right now. I'm seeing a lot of uh, like artistic renditions of like Sasquatch and with the I wings mean, or what? I mean, that's kind of what it looks like, but no, nah, I don't see wings in particular. Kind of looks like a dog man, half Sasquatch, really? sort of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Just, I uh, like I said, we we this is a topic that we are really interested in. So if you do have any, you know, uh, if you do have unfortunately an encounter with these things, we'd love to hear about it. If you are willing to talk about it, we'd love to you know get it from you. Uh, we appreciate you know everyone listening in. Yeah, so that's all the time we have for tonight. We will revisit this topic. It's pretty vast, you know, and uh, there's a lot of weird things out there, folks. So from wherever you're at, 
uh, from whatever spaceship you're being abducted from, whatever Bigfoot is holding you hostage, whatever Dogman is chasing you, whatever Harpy is trying to eat you, whatever haunted house you're cowering in the corner in, whatever Dogbird. Bird. <laughs>